Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Feel free to chime in throughout the show. Again, just to reset in case you weren't listening, during the first 20 minutes of the hour, we were talking about the piece written by Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated talking about Ron Rivera's decision to go with Sam Howell as a starter. I've talked plenty at it. If you've missed it, you can always rewind. But want to get to, is this GIF or yeah, GIF in Fairfax? GIF, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Um, I You know, I have a huge issue with the fact that Ron Rivera is still our head coach. You've been talking mostly about how he's not media trained and doesn't know what he's doing when talking to the media. But, you know, I just want to know what is he even good at as a head coach? He can't draft. He can't call plays. He definitely cannot uh, clock manage down the road. He can't pull any, pull in any big free agents. He's supposed to fill this role as sort of a pseudo GM. And I guess the only thing you're supposed to do in that role is, is media appearances and and dealing with the media and he doesn't do that well either i don't understand how people like him get the jobs they have because it's clear he has no talent whatsoever as head coach and i just don't understand you know how he's convinced all these people the nfl as a as a business that he is up to the level of you know snuff that people in his position should be in thanks appreciate the phone call so he's an interesting one ron rivera is because I don't think he's particularly good at what he does, but I also don't think he's particularly bad. Like his teams generally are around 500, at least here in DC. They're not great. They don't necessarily improve, but they're also not basement dwellers where they're winning three games. It's an odd thing with him because in terms of a talent evaluator, I don't think he's great. I don't like the Jamin Davis pick. I don't like a lot of the draft picks he's made. But then you look at last year's draft, and I'm pretty encouraged by a lot of the guys. Like, I, I don't necessarily love the Federian Mathis pick, but Brian Robinson, maybe he's a little bit overdrafted, but he's starting for your offense. At what point is it just worth getting a starting running back? Jahan Dotson, I think most people look at as a breakout candidate. So 
it's kind of odd with Rivera how it goes back and forth and back and forth of some things are good, some things are bad. I think ultimately what ends up happening is it evens out. And I think a lot of the stuff just ends up being that Ron is a middling head coach, executive, and he's not great, but he's also not the worst. And this is kind of where I'm at when I look at coaches and evaluate how I think, how good I think they are at their jobs. All right. I look at a roster, and if I think that the roster should win six games, seven games, well, an average head coach is going to have them win six or seven games. A bad head coach is going to have them win less. And a good head coach is going to have them win more. I think this is how you can evaluate all head coaches in coaches in general, defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators in any sport. Look at the talent they're given. Are they doing more with the talent? Are, do, are they doing what they should do with the talent? Or are they doing less than what they should with the talent? I don't know that you can classify Ron as doing less than he should with the talent because the quarterback position has been an issue under his tenure. But then on the same card, Ron Rivera is in charge of personnel. So he's the reason that the quarterback position has not been fixed. And we'll see if Sam Howell's the answer. I tend to believe that he can be. But who knows? Who knows? You hope that he can be. But again, you can blame some of this stuff, and this is where you get into a paradox with Ron Rivera. You can think he's a bad head coach and say, well, he's not given the right tools, but he's the one that's choosing the tools. He's the one that's picking the roster. So it's a weird spot to be in with Ron where I don't think he's a bad head coach. I don't think he's awful. I think with the talent he's given, he gets pretty much what you would expect out of it. If you looked at this roster right now and brought in any average head coach you could think of, I think they'd probably be in the same spot. Seven, eight, nine wins. Maybe they overachieve a little bit and win 10. I think that's kind of where they've been at for years now. That's why I'm a little bit down on even a guy like a Jack Del Rio as the defensive coordinator. I feel like he's got more talent than what he's been giving you. A top 10 defense is good, but when you have the talent that this defense has had outside of linebacker, you would expect them to be top five. That's why I'm not a huge Jack Del Rio guy. But that's kind of how I look at it with Ron, where you could definitely do worse at head coach. You could also definitely do better. And at some point, you have to get past that in terms of it's not good enough to just be good enough. You need to be a good head coach. You need to have a guy that elevates the talent on the roster. Think of a guy like Andy Reid. Think of a guy like Bill Belichick. Think of even Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. Sometimes it takes a little bit for you know a guy like a Zach Taylor or even Andy Reid to get over the hump and win a Super Bowl, something like that. But they elevate, they elevate the guys around them. Players do this all the time. We talk about that all the time. And you talk about Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense elevating the receivers. Well, I think coaches can do the same thing by their scheme, by how they coach, by how they prepare their guys. And one thing that was very noticeable with the way that Rivera coaches, and again, there's different ways to do it. So whether Rivera is doing it the right way, the wrong way, you don't like it, someone else does, whatever. But the way that he does it is very much so more of a CEO style where 
Bienemy's in charge of the offense, which is a good thing because Rivera is not an offensive guy. But Bienemy's in charge of the offense. When he went, when I was out there at training camp, Rivera's standing there in his classic arms crossed, watch him practice sort of posture. He's not doing too too much. He'll maybe commend a guy when he makes a good play, but for the most part, he's just standing there observing. Bienemy's the one yelling, instructing. Same thing with Del Rio. So it's an interesting thing. It's very interesting. I was even thinking, too, I'm glad you brought up EB. I can't even remember the last time I heard of an NFL team like where their fan base was so excited for just like a new coordinator. Because, sure. I mean, I understand, we all understand Eric Bieniemy's resume and what he brings to the table, but I think it kind of goes to your point about also the fan base kind of being fed up with Ron a little bit because I really can't think of a time where a coordinator – has come in and really garnered the attention of the fan base more than the head coach. Yeah, let me give you my thoughts as a fan of this football team. I'm, this is not media personality, Toby. This is not radio host, Toby, and we'll get to some of your phone calls here in just a second. But this was my first thought when Biennemi came to D.C. I'm excited because he might become the head coach. That's what I'm excited about. If, if he were just coming here as the coordinator and then stepping off and becoming the head coach and... Arizona or wherever else after this, I don't know if I'd be nearly as excited. But I think the fact that there's so much uncertainty with Ron and you get a guy that's probably should have been a head coach already somewhere in the NFL coming from a winning organization that knows what they're doing, it kind of makes you think, well, could there be something? Again, this is fan, Toby. This is not media, well-thought-out, radio personality, Toby. This is... Fan Toby speaking, but I don't know. Maybe. Let's get out to Javel and Culpepper. Javel, what's going on, man? Hey, Toby, how you doing, man? Pretty good. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Um, I, I've, I've been preaching this um, to multiple um, of the, the shows on 106.7 throughout this offseason. You know, uh, and, and the big thing about Ron, he's made mistake after mistake after mistake and everybody just says, "Oh, well, he's a great guy," and you know he's, you know, and, and they go to they go to everything else other than football coach of this franchise, you know, and that's the thing that I I, I fail to understand. Um, and and the biggest thing it, it is that's come out this week uh, in the national media. I've been speaking the entire off season and even into last season because. He made a mistake last season. Instead of the Carson Wentz project, it should have been Sam Howell playing last season. Because you you can't tell me, as the head coach, you're at every practice. You watch multiple hours of, of film. And you had no idea that this kid was anything. So when, when Carson Wentz got injured last season, and instead of going to Taylor Heineke, you should have went to Sam Howell. Yeah. The and, last game and, of the, the – what week were you? What I'm week? Sorry? I want to talk about this a little bit more in just a second. But what week were you thinking? Are you thinking he should have started that second Giants game after the bye week? Are you thinking that when they decided to go with Wentz against Cleveland, they should have started Howell? Like what time frame are you thinking they should have turned to Sam Howell? The the, the game the game against the Bears um, <clears throat> when Carson was injured. Wow, it way Sam early Howell. in the season. Because 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 what what Toby what people are failing to realize is. Sam Howe played the last game of the season last year against the Cowboys. He threw 19 passes. 
He played okay. However, the Cowboys were already in the playoffs. The sure. playoffs, the seeding did matter, but the Cowboys were already in the playoffs. Okay? So, and, and, and the, the thing I have with this fan base, like we do this so much when it comes to preseason. Sam Howell has started one game. He's played two preseason games against third and fourth stringers, and this fan base feels that Sam Howe is the next Joe Montana. And I'm a fan, and I want Sam Howe to play well, but we fall into this trap year after year after year. And the biggest thing that I've seen with Sam Howe and the biggest question mark I've heard about this team all all season in, in training camp is the offensive line. Sam Howe at North Carolina took more sacks unnecessarily than any quarterback over his three years in college football. That's going to matter. His teams have not been game planning. He's not uh, been um, been able to see disguising coverages and so forth. So for Ron Rivera to come out and say now, oh, yeah, he's the man, That's he's never made a good decision at quarterback. First of all, with Dwayne Haskins, it wasn't a quarterback competition. He was just given the job. Okay. Then it went to Fitzpatrick. It wasn't a quarterback competition. He was just given the job. Last year with Carson Wentz, it wasn't a quarterback competition. He was just given the job. And now this fifth-round quarterback is coming in with no competition, and he's just given the job. So, like, so it, it, it comes to a point where people have to step back and look at the totality of the situation. Ron Rivera has never made a good decision at the quarterback position, and a fifth-round quarterback, Toby, Fifth-round quarterbacks usually aren't franchise quarterbacks. So Ron Rivera is telling us that he's found the next Tom Brady, or not even that, he's he's found the next Brock Purdy. And this fan base has just jumped on the Arizona Cardinals in those first two preseason games. I watched those games. They blitzed, and they pressured as if it was week one. And the defense that Sam Howell is going to see week one is going to be much better than the defense he saw against the Browns or the Ravens. And I would not be surprised if we lose that game, and then this fan base is going to have to have a reality check because Ron Rivera is not a good – he's not even an average head coach in the NFL. And I cannot wait for week one. I'm a diehard fan, and I hope we win. And I hope Sam Howell comes out to be – the franchise quarterback, but people have to realize most franchise quarterbacks are first, no later than second sure. round picks, sure. not fifth round picks. Javel, appreciate the phone call, man. Fantastic call. He brings up a valid point. I disagree with him, but he does bring up a fantastic point. Why do we just assume I'm a Howell guy, so I assume that going with Howell's the right decision. I think most people would. And I think he's going to be pretty good. I don't know if he's the franchise guy or not, but I think he's going to have a good season. Why do we just assume that that's the right decision? Because every single quarterback decision that Ron has made, to Javel's point, has been a pretty poor decision. I think that's an interesting point. I disagree with him because I think that Sam Howell is the right decision, and I don't think there was any question that he should be the starting quarterback week one for this football team. But it is an interesting point because... We can't at one point say we don't trust Ron Rivera and the decisions he makes and then fully be on board and think that he's the greatest decision maker ever because he's rolling with Sam Howell. I don't know. It's an interesting discussion to have. I do want to continue having this discussion about Ron Rivera. If you're on hold, stay there. We're going to get to your phone calls. But I want to talk about when he decided to start Howell because I don't necessarily have an issue 
with him not starting until week 18 last year. I'll explain that and more if you want to hop in, 800-636-1067. Again, 800-636-1067. You can tweet me at Toby underscore Altizer. We'll continue talking about Coach Rivera next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nationals games anytime, anywhere on the Odyssey app. It's gone! It's gone! Listen to us. Dave and Charlie at Nats Park. At home or on the go. Strike three, call! Never miss a Curly W with Nats Radio on the Odyssey app. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Save up to 70% during the Sleep Better Tonight sale at Mattress Warehouse. Yes, we're a warehouse. A warehouse full of the best mattress brands at unbeatable prices. All in stock and available for next day delivery with savings up to 70% and 0% interest financing. Come in today and sleep better tonight knowing you got the best possible price. So where would you look to find the perfect mattress? In a little mattress store or a mattress warehouse? Visit mattresswarehouse.com. Why sell your car at WeBuyAnyCar.com? Because when you trade in, you're dealing with a dealer. And sure, they're interested in a good deal. For them, not for you. Come to WeBuyAnyCar.com instead. All we do is buy cars. You get in, get out, and get paid at a fair price. So don't take chances with a trade-in. Go to WeBuyAnyCar.com for a free online valuation. Find out how much your car's worth at Nats fans, get ready to raise a glass of natitude with a City Connect commemorative mug presented by Masson. Swing and a drive hit well by Manessis to deep left field. This is way back. It is going, going, and gone. Goodbye. Be one of the first 20,000 fans on Friday, September 1st, as the Nats take on the Miami Marlins. Kick off September with Friday Night Baseball and a City Connect mug. Get your tickets now at Nats.com slash promos. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Did you know a bar could sound like this? Hey, welcome. Cutwater brings the bar where you are. Bar quality cocktails in a can. So now you can enjoy the bar whenever, wherever. Cutwater. Open the bar. Copyright 2023. Cutwater Spirits, San Diego, California. Enjoy responsibly. Shop fresh seafood at Whole Foods Market. 
Save 32% on sustainable wild-caught fresh king salmon fillets with Prime through September 5th. Bake your salmon shine with a soy garlic glaze. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. The Home Depot and Bear have what you need when you need it. Delivered straight to your job site and at an everyday low price. We're now delivering top-rated Bear paint, stains, and primers directly to you same day or next day. Plus, pros earn discounts with Pro Extra Paint Rewards. Contact a Bear Pro Paint Specialist to schedule your paint delivery today. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limitations may apply. Not available in all markets. See store for details. It's overtime on Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Welcome back. Overtime 106.7 The Fan. Toby Altizer with you till 10 o'clock tonight. You want to hop in? 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can tweet me at Toby underscore Altizer. Regular on Grant and Danny, Chris in Hyattsville tweeted me, said, you are being overly critical of Rivera. He inherited the worst culture in the sport and a roster bereft of NFL talent. Has he always made the right decision? No, of course not. But there are plenty of guys who would have been worse. Rivera has completely changed the culture of the locker room and the front office for the better. That is one thing that you can give Ron Rivera credit for. And that's something that not everyone totally agrees with me on this. But this is my opinion when they hired Ron Rivera. They hired Ron Rivera less as a football coach and more as a guy that is an upstanding individual that could help reset the culture. And he has done that. He has. The fact that we talk less about the craziness in the locker room and various other things, that obviously ownership had stuff that still got talked about while Rivera was here. But they ran a much more professional operation when Rivera came into town. That's definitely true. But at this point, now you're asking the bare minimum, right? I get that there are plenty of people that maybe would have come in and not done as good of a job of resetting the culture, but asking someone to come in and run a professional outfit for an NFL franchise is literally the bare minimum. So I am happy that he has reset things and done a good job with that. That is definitely true. Chris, I appreciate that comment, but at the same point, once you get past all that, especially with new ownership now in place, like unless you prove something on the football fields, the bare minimum of resetting the culture is great, but I need more. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. It's also too like how much time should we should we give him? You know, so I would be that would be my kind of question to Chris as well. Is just I understand I'm totally on board with the reset of the culture. I don't think anybody would deny that. But it's also kind of to your point, okay, we're we're kind of getting to a time now where you got to produce on the field and how much time or leash does one give? Well, and last thing on that, before we get back out to the phone lines, he's reset the culture so that they're more professional. We understand that. Like I said, that's the bare minimum. There are 32 franchises around the NFL. The bare minimum is that they act like NFL franchises. And now Washington does. But how many franchises have winning cultures? A handful, maybe. Kansas City, Cincinnati, I think Philadelphia at this point. Those kind of franchises have winning cultures. Does Washington? No. No chance. Is it possible under Rivera? I also don't think there's much of a chance that he's going to put it all together and they're going to have a winning culture. So at that point, you've done your job. You're the bridge guy. Adios. 
We need someone that can push us to the next level. That's kind of where I'm at with Ron Rivera. I think he's done his job well, but I think there are definitely better options. Let's get out to Craig and Alexandria. Craig, what's going on? How you doing? Um, I just wanted to uh, throw out my opinions. Um, the year's 2023. Um, it's an offensive world in the NFL, and I, I just think um, Rivera's um, a defensive-minded coach, and he's he's just been given too much um, as far as the offensive world. Um, I wanted to say about the draft they took the corner in the first round i just thought a nice safety blanket would be uh dalton kid um for for sam howell um i i just think uh corners are a dime a dozen in in the offensive minded uh state of the nfl it's easy to get past interferences but a um a nice tight end would be uh uh a formidable thing with Logan Thomas always hurt. Um, and I also wanted to say uh, it, it'd be nice to see Rivera holding like an IHOP menu or a Denny's <laughs> menu or something like that and, and a highlighter. Um, like like some of the other coaches, I'm like, uh, he's just has a headset on. So I, I just think he's um, – they gave him too, too much um, – responsibility and i think he's a, a great offensive or defensive coordinator and he was living off of of cam um as as a, a nice tool when he was at carolina and he kind of ran the defense and that's his his legacy i just don't think he's a hand uh, hand him all these responsibilities sure. and um that's that's pretty much it Craig, appreciate the phone call, man. Yeah, the thing is, I don't disagree with his take on tight end. I wouldn't have taken him in the first round there because I do like the Forbes pick. I thought it was either Forbes or Gonzalez with both of those guys there. I didn't have, I wasn't a big Forbes fan at the time. I would have preferred Gonzalez, but I've grown on Forbes and I think he's shown that he can be a playmaker for this defense. So I like that pick. But I think that at some point in a draft that everyone talked about being very deep at tight end where you didn't have to draft a guy in the first round, maybe even the second round for them to be effective for your football team, I think that there was legitimate gripe that they just decided to skip tight end altogether because Logan Thomas, like he said, is injured a lot. Cole Turner has got a lot of opportunity in front of him, but again, a fifth-round guy. We'll see what he can step up into. John Bates is a solid blocker, but I don't need more than that out of John Bates, and I don't expect more than that out of John Bates. And once you get behind that, it's pretty pretty slim. Like, I, I'm not a Curtis Hodges guy. Like, he's got a lot of tools. He's got, obviously, a body that not many people have, being 6'8", and being able to move like he can, but he drops too many passes. So I don't disagree that they should have addressed tight end, and that's something that I have a gripe with Rivera about, too, as a roster builder, is... When he stepped into this team, the issues were linebacker, the issue was tight end, and the issue was the offensive line. And the offensive line is still an issue. They found nice ways to stop gap for year, year, you know, years at a time with Eric Flowers, guys like that. But it hasn't been a long-term solution. Tight end is still an issue. And linebacker, which 
boggles my mind that two former linebackers and Del Rio and Rivera just completely look at the linebacker per, linebacker position as replaceable. That's the way that the NFL has gone in a lot of ways, but for two linebackers to look at it that way is baffling. Even though they spent a first rounder on it with Jamin Davis, like it just seems like they don't value it a whole lot. I mean, they kept four on the roster because they're going to play so few this year. I don't know. It's just wild to me. Let's get out to Josh in Southeast D.C. Josh, what's going on? You're on the fan. Hey, what's going on? How's it going, Josh? Good. Yeah, like you said, there's a couple upsides and downsides with Ron Rivera. You know what I mean? Like, hey, but nobody's mentioning this. Hey, the guy did have cancer, though. You know what I mean? He did all this, and he was going to chemo. He was doing all this stuff, too. You know what I mean? So that may have, that may have messed with his brain a little bit, but his judgment call. But, yeah, as far as um, getting the team better into shape, I mean, he got the contracts better, yeah, better taken care of, but, like, just more addressing like the offensive line and the def- the defensive line and tight ends. As soon as Logan Thomas is t- uh, tore his ACO, I would have just been looking for a new tight end. You know what I mean? Like Zach Ertz or anybody. You know what I mean? Somewhere, somewhere. You know what I mean? You can look through and someone will fall to you. You know. Now that uh, Washington Commanders, they're more of a respectable football team since he has taken over. You know what I mean? He he brought more maturity, more respect more continuity, more camaraderie to the team. So that's what I do give him uh, a tip to my hat to. But as far as, uh, like, talent-wise, like, for, you know, starting your football team, like, you need to address that way better. You know what I mean? Because picking Scott Turner as your offensive coordinator didn't do nothing. And, you know, going for Fitzpatrick and Carson Wentz, I don't know if you were trying to keep your job or lose your job or whatever, but uh, that's not how you win in a football league. Josh, appreciate the phone call, man. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Ron, like I was saying, is, you know, essentially what he did is he took something that was in the gutter, cleaned it off. Now it's about doing something with it, and I don't know if he's the guy to take it to that next level. You have to get credit for, no doubt, cleaning some of the muck and mire that was a part of this franchise, no doubt about it. That's a difficult job. Not saying it was easy, not saying that anyone, you know, lots of people could have done the job. I'm not saying that. But at this point, it's clean now. For the most part, they run a respectable franchise. You've got a new owner in town. Now it's about going to that next level, and I don't know if he's that guy. And hearing some of the quotes, I mean, the the thing we're discussing is the Albert Breer piece, and hearing him basically come out and say, and we'll play the McAfee clip for you next segment, but hearing him come out and say essentially like, man, we should have got to this guy sooner, or man, if I would have known this, you're you're paid to know. You know, it'd be one thing if we said that. It'd be one thing if the media said that. It'd be another thing if someone on the outside said that. You're the head coach of the football team. You're supposed to know these things. You're supposed to know how good your players are so you can put your team in the best position to win. We'll continue talking about Ron Rivera. You want to hop in, 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. I know we spent basically this whole hour bashing him. I do want to give him some credit for some things and at least defend him a little bit, but Feel free to hop in. Again, 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can tweet me at Toby underscore Altizer. More Rivera talk on Overtime 106.7 The Fan comes up next. 106.7 The Fan is always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency Furniture today and get great deals on living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and more. Regency has all the styles you love for less.
Need financing for your business? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 